The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right. Let's get Davey. Uh, we're getting Davey in here. And a big night. As down goes number one Alabama to Tennessee, 68-59 at Thompson Bowling Arena. On a big night powered by Zakai Ziegler. Jonas Adu, Euros Plosvich with 10. Davey Hudson, tap the keg. We're drinking from it tonight. Bear, I'll, I'll be honest. This one tastes a lot better than the kegs we've had the last two times we've met on these occasions. There was some sour uh, end of the night, Natty Light floating. Uh kind of beers we, were, we we've we've been drinking the past week or I mean, so just just starting off credit to rick barnes for getting this team up to play at the level they did in the first half i mean we were controlling the game it was a situation we weren't hitting the shots we needed to and then in the second half the defense continued to clamp down uh, we were able to hit some bigger shots and fortunately they're late we were able to hit free throws when they mattered and it ultimately uh, resulted in victory and a win over the number one ranked team in the country that's desperately going to help you come seed line time uh, especially after and, and it, it just it really stops the bleed of what we had seen from the two buzzer beaters where it's just like gosh how back in this thing spiral well you'd knock off the number one team in the country and no more talks about having this this three game losing streak turn into four games and then potentially into five games you knock it off and you're in the conversation to where yeah you, you got a, a, a legitimate top 10 team without two key starters tonight which we can get into the conversation of is this team potentially playing better without them at times? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, a ton to get into. It was a uh, hell of a – just a, a great team win, great plan by Rick Barnes. The defense was smothering, stifling. I felt like Tennessee controlled the entire game. We, we set the tempo. Uh, Jemai Meshack kept uh, Brandon Miller uh, about as in check as Brandon Miller can be kept. He ended up fouling out. Um, it, the, the big thing that f- for me is this, this relieves a lot of pressure that's not going to be there at one o'clock on Saturday. Now I, you don't, that was a trip that I was terrified we were going to have to make is going to Rupp arena, um, riding a, th- a three game losing streak and, and just completely reeling. So, um, huge night for Jonas Adu. Ended his night with a double-double. It was 12 points for 11 rebounds and three blocks. Yeah, huge night out of him. Kai Ziegler went 3-9 and nine from three-point. Three-point range, 4 of 11 from, field, uh, from the field. And I guess he made four free throws. He ended up with 15. Uh, Santiago Vescovi, did we see the end? Of his, of his free throw shooting troubles? I'd like to think so. Well, we, we didn't at first. And I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go again because he missed that front end of the one-and-one. One. Uh, fortunately, we're up by more than the two points that we had seen in the past. Yeah. He comes back, and I think he manages to get um, four, four he, he in a row got, after he, that, right? got a clanger, that, that, that clanger. It was like a two-clang drop for him. And then after that, it was, I think, just nothing but net from there. So that was good to see. Euros Plosvich with a huge, huge 10 points. 
um, had four rebounds, probably none bigger than that three-point trip right after Adu had picked up his fourth foul and had gone out in the very next trip down. Uh, Euro, uh, you know, had the had a really good move, two points, and made his free throw. Um, if 10 points and four rebounds or 10 rebounds and six points, if we can get that out of Euros, we're doing well, I good. Mean, here's the big thing for me, Bear, and this just goes back to, like, what Rick Barnes wants his team to be. But it was a team that just absolutely suffocated you on the defensive end. We've had issues with offensive efficiency. Now, granted, we scored 68 points, but when you look at it, I mean, you only shot 36.5% from the field, 26% from three, and 64% from the free throw line, and you still were close to having a double-digit win over the number one team in the country. So it's if you can pl have them play your style, more than not, you're going to come out on top. Like, we can't really get into those situations where it's like we're playing to Missouri style and we're getting up there in the 80s. I just – I thought it was great because we thought, well, no Josiah, no Julian Phillips – Tyree Key's going to have to have a big game. Tyree Key couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, man. He was one of nine from the field, 0 of three from deep, and he managed to get five points. But it was like, well, if he can't do it, what's going to happen? Unfortunately, you were able to rely on your starters in Ziegler, Vescovy, and Adu, and then Euros came in there and was really able to to clean it up. And I mean, just like the. Yeah, I mean the the other person that the other stat that really jumps out right off the bat, uh, Alabama had 19 turnovers, Tennessee eight, and what a way to send out somebody that will be in my top five all time. Just can't stand Alabama players and Javon Quinterly. He went out with uh, let's see, six turnovers and three points, and yeah, couldn't have a nice guy. I mean, the only other time we'd likely see them would be in the SEC tournament. I I just thought that you were able to keep Brandon Miller in check. I mean, you, you could see why he's talked about being a top-five draft pick, and he still had a double-double, but this is one of those guys where he he didn't light you up in a situation where you're like, oh, there's Miller again. I mean, he had, in my opinion, what were a quiet 15, but he looked good, and we were able to – really stop him with Meshack majority of the time. And I, I was kind of curious with the size differential, how big of a impact he would be able to have on him. And he, he showed up and it, it goes to show like if our guards, our, our two starting guards play well, we're not going to lose many games. And that's exactly what happened tonight. Yeah. And I, it was, it was nice seeing our, our, our big, our bigs played big. Uh, it was just a, like I said, it was a team win. Um, with that being said, let's uh, let's let's get it rolling in here. Um, let start getting some folks in. Russell went to the game real quick. He will be joining us uh, hopefully sometime here in the next ten minutes or so, and uh, we will fully get the party started once he joins. But let's go ahead and get uh, Brad in Nashville in here. While we're waiting on him, uh, the other thing is. I mean, it it doesn't do a ton for you as far as winning the SEC because with the amount of games left, still being three games back, it's not likely Alabama's going to fall there. But this does help as far as getting the double bye when the conference seeding does come into play. Um, Texas A&M and Arkansas are playing right now. A&M is only one game behind Alabama. So there is a chance that this could have limited Alabama from winning the SEC outright. And whenever it's a rival like that, it's 
it just makes it that more sweet. You can't you can't overstate how sweet it is. You do realize we've now in football and men's basketball have been the one to uh, knock them off yeah. at number one. I don't know if that's ever been done. Well, were they number one? They were number one coming here. Well, guys. I don't give a damn that, about the Brad, whole state of here. Alabama, the whole state of Alabama, the whole state of Alabama. I don't give a damn about the whole state of Alabama. We're from Tennessee. And screw those guys, baby. It makes it even better that they were number one, and they're still done. So, good. I mean, fucking good. I'm glad that we they made it number one before we got to pick them off. And... uh it just makes them hurt more, and that makes me happy. So what they run last? They, they had 48 hours? Was it even 48? I guess it was, uh, what, about, yeah. It was a little over 32, 32 hours. <laughs> no, they, they did the same thing to us. That, that no, Vandy they, they, did they, to us well, we did the same today. thing to them that Vandy did to us after we beat Memphis like a decade and a half ago, or whatever it was, where they got a taste of it, and then we're just like, guess what? Well, it's going to say you're number one this weekend, but you're not. You're not. It's uh, it's already gone, and because um, you already fucked it up. So, it's uh, it's cool. We absolutely bodied them up, and I didn't expect us to come out and play as physical as we did. And I'm glad the the refs let, let us do it because it's not like they were actually gave us the game but they allowed us to win it by actually letting us play a physical brand of basketball, which is what we had to do to beat these guys. I hear you, Brad. Sorry, we were trying to, trying to, trying to get Russell in here. It's, it's, it's going to be a minute there. Um, Bear, I, I do want to correct you, and I hate to do this, but Bama was number three at the time in football. But either way. Not according to Oxl News Sentinel. I've got <laughs> best print from the paper from the Sunday paper and it, it says the paper record in my hometown says number one, Alabama. I can't remember what we were ranked that day. And it was six versus three. No, nah, it was number one versus number six. Right. dude. If you, if so, you say so. Let's not get bogged down here, Davey. Was the Knoxville news Sentinel where Bama got 72 of their national championships? No, it was a Dothan daily times. You got anything else for us, Brad? <laughs> no, that's about it, man. I'm just happy that uh, things went the way they did. Um, we played about as well as we could have, and uh, it would have been better if we won 52 to 49. But um, I love the fact that we took these bitches out. And uh, I don't know. Let's roll with it, and we'll uh, see what's up this weekend. Later, gents. Gracias, sir. So, if, if, Bear, if we're looking at what's to come, I mean – we got Kentucky coming up, followed by A and M, and then I mean we're right there to where there's only a couple more games until the SEC yeah. tournament starts. We get uh, South Carolina, I guess. I mean, if you call any SEC conference game, or you know, in basketball a breather, but you get South Carolina after A and M, and then Auburn. It's Arkansas at home, and then we go to uh, see Bruce and the boys. Yeah, down there on the plains. So, and they tore Missouri's ass up last night down there. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough place to go and win, but um, huge statement game tonight. I bought the win, Bear. Reports of our demise as a basketball team were 
were grossly exaggerated. Yeah. So I bought, I bought the win, so I lost some money on this one, but I would gladly take it. I was like three and a half for Alabama. Yeah, after what I've seen the last couple of games. So, well, I mean, we talked about it on Monday. John Reed was was telling me that uh, you know Tennessee was a one and a half point. I was stunned. And then it went to what three and a half by this afternoon, and I mean they usually are right on that stuff. So I don't know how they know it, but want to keep things moving. Absolutely. Let's uh, let me see who was next. I'm not as good as Russ at this. I think it was Rando. Let's get Rando in here. Hey, guys. Rando. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you? Sir? I'm on my way to work. I'm going in late because I uh, <laughs> I get to do that when I'm the boss. <laughs> but I'm uh, working thirds on my way. That's a way to go into work on a good note. Hey, uh, was one of you guys just asking, was this the first time we beat number one in Knoxville? No. Okay. No. Okay, I thought someone said no. that. I was like, there's an argument. I, uh, according to the Sentinel, Alabama was number one when they came uh, in here in football. It was football and basketball. I got one seed. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Brucifer beat uh, Arizona when we stunned them back in the day. Uh, uh, you're thinking of Kansas. Or Kansas. 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 Not Zona. Kansas. Um, yeah. So, uh, man, that's a, that's a hell of a way to bounce back. I mean, I know everybody was all in their feelings over these uh, back-to-back buzzer beaters, but uh, – you know that that's that's who Tennessee can be when they want to. Uh, I think they were kind of sleepwalking a little bit the Vandy and the Missouri games. Honestly, I think uh, I think the Deacon peeled the paint at halftime in the Missouri game, and uh, I think maybe finally woke some people up. And I, mean, I at this point, you know, I say if we can do that tonight, let's let's get Phillips healthy, let's get. Josiah healthy, even if we lose a game in the next week or two, let's get them ready for the stretch drive. And uh, well, I think I think part of it is is that he's hit on some different rotations that have worked, and he's also I mean, there's some rotations where you look out there and we've got, you know, when you've got Jemai Meshack and I mean, at, at one point Ziegler Ziegler was out. It was Vescovy Key Meshack, and, and I'm. Yeah, Adu before he really started getting it rolling tonight, and um, I don't did Mayshack score a point? I don't know if he scored a point, but how damn scrappy was he on defense tonight? Good God! So I, I guess Barnes is you know tonight he pushed his chips all in on he put his best defensive rotations out there, and it it definitely took Alabama off their game. Mayshack yeah. did not have any points. He was the only player that played that did not score for the balls. Well, it was good to see uh, Euros uh, exerting himself a little bit back there in the paint. He had some quality, quality possessions, some good, bu- some good baskets, and he actually hit some damn free throws, which was nice. The so, dude feed, feeds off the crowd. I mean, we always talk about him being like our biggest cheerleader. I mean, in these big games, like you look at Alabama at home, Kentucky at home. Like, I mean, he gets up for those games, and if, if you could just find a way to take that energy and that momentum that he has and contain it into having it to, to where it's not just like, Oh, the crowd's into it. I'll get into it as well. And that dude could be a stud. Man. He needs to wear some AirPods during a game and just have like crowd noise recorded from home games pumped in or something when we're on the road, that'd be great. Um, you know, one, one or two last points. Uh, first one, uh, freaking Billis, man, that guy, 
is just a chode. Um, I mean, look, I, I love Zakai Ziegler, but yeah, I think he said late in the game, you know, Zakai Ziegler is one of the most beloved balls in a very long time around here. I guess he just fucking forgot about John Fulkerson and Grant Williams the last five years, but okay. No, but what he is, I understood. I mean, he said some some dumbass stuff. I wasn't going to knock him on that. Yeah. You, you're, 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 you're taking what he was saying the wrong way because he's, he's right. Zakai Ziegler, because he'll be here for four years. Yes. He's he's gonna be if if every if he keeps on the ways and I he's going to he's gonna he is He'll going be to be time. one of them. he will he will be He'll be one time. of the most beloved balls of all time so but yeah uh, he said some he said some dumb stuff too uh, you know I guess he doesn't understand that you know initiating contact by dropping your shoulder and driving through somebody is a charge regardless of whether the defender's moving or not I guess he doesn't get that um, that was that was annoying but. If we never have Billis call another game for us on color commentary, it'll be too damn soon. That means you don't um, have the number one game of the week. Yeah, well, I guess uh, I guess we're going to be stuck with that for a while then. Um, last point, uh, you know, it works in October. It works in February. Buck, fama, good to see those assholes going home with an L. Um, they should get used to that in Knoxville. So, uh Come to come to our house. You're going home with an L. I'll catch you guys later. I'll talk to you after Kentucky. Have fun at work, Rando. So, I mean, yeah, there. Billis's whole thing, for those that don't know, is he's often always critical of everything that's happening, and that's kind of become his mantra as of late. Um, the the officiating in general tonight. I know there were several times where you could tell the crowd was into it. They didn't like the call. I thought for, I would say, about 95% of the game, they were consistent in the fact of we're just like, whatever happens, happens. We're just letting these two teams go out there and beat and bang, and, and uh, whoever is still standing at the end of it gets to be the winner, and that's what happened. I, I really you know I like that for our team. Like, for, for Tennessee's team, like, that is what you need to happen because that usually, the grittier it is, it's always going to go to Tennessee's benefit, I would say, like, 99% of the time. You know, it's wild as I was looking before the game. That crew we had tonight is one of the top-ranked crews. One of them's at, like, 13. Another one's at 14. And, I mean, it wasn't the Pat Adams special where you got a couple of guys. That one got 57. Another got 70. And so, but it, it was. like if, I'd love to have that crew every night. Yeah, it was It was fun. I mean, I, I think whenever they allow it to happen like that, though, the game is more fun to watch. Now I know if they come down to the wire and there's like one call that's just egregious, everybody always looks at him. It's like if they would have gotten that right. It would be a different outcome of how you all were talking about it. But I mean, that was a fun game just for the back and forth. And it was closely contested there until late. Uh, I know we, we had a one run in the first half where we went up by eight, but Bama click quickly closed there at the end of the first but, I mean, those types of games, they just are more enjoyable. And that felt like a game you would find in March. Like, that's like that's a tournament-type game. That's what I want to see. And it just so happened that my team also managed to, to win at the same time. But that's, I mean, that's why we love this sport. It's for being able to go out there and watch two teams just put it all on the line and see what happens. But right now, we are going to keep things moving. I'm going to get... The one Justin Hanna in here next. Justin, uh, take it away, sir. What's going on, guys? Maybe not. Is he uh, there? Oh, what's up, dude? No, no, yeah, we got him. We got him. Yeah. 
Uh, well, y'all, yeah, how about it, man? Justin? I hey, look, number one, bam. Man, they they bye. used to that shit, man. Cocksucker, they, hey, I can't wait. I mean, we're gonna go down to Tuscaloosa in October and own their ass in the football, along with basketball. That we we own them now. We are their daddy. We took back our fucking song. We played that again in the gym after the game was over with, and. I, just, I mean, and plus, and I'm happy Rick Barnes finally got the referee's ass in the first half. So all in all, it was a great night. I don't. That's one I don't get what you guys say, but he gets in their asses all the time. He just uh, he he knows where to stop before he gets a technical. I I, I wish he got teed. I, I thought he was gonna get teed up there at the end of the first half. He was I, he was pissed. So he had a right to be. I uh, but like I said, that's just just I mean. That was a great night, and I couldn't uh, say that we just, I mean, we own him, and props to him. He'd he come through, and, and, you know, I I had my doubts with even, I thought this was going to be a blowout tonight. Without two of your best, you know, players, I just, I mean, this is, this might be the best win Barnes has ever had, Tennessee. Uh, as far as circumstances going into it, I would say yes, because, one, it's a, it, you stopped a skid. You also were doing this down two players, and we've seen this team be very inept on the offensive end for a team that was coming in and was riding high. So I, I think everything taken into I, account. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm free it's for that, other suggestions. That semifinal win over Kentucky in the SEC tournament last year. That was like a miracle on ice, USA versus the Soviet Empire kind of feel to it just for me personally and then we went on to win it in the finals against uh a&m last year um that's to me that's but this one's this one's up there and i, I get what you're saying yeah, but, yeah like we were talking on the drive today i told i kept telling russell we have got to figure out a way to win this game tonight because i, I like i said at the start of the show i did not want to be going to lexington zero and three no and then going to a&m after that because yeah. they're a pretty good team, too. I mean, so... Well, they, they could be playing for the SEC champ, regular season championship when we go in there. That A&M? Yep. Okay. They're all, well, depending on what happens tonight, but right now, they're one game behind Alabama in the standings. So, uh, they just need Alabama to drop one, and if they, they can... If Alabama drops one, they're they're right there with them if they went out. God, which isn't God, likely. God, I, wish we were, I, I kind of wish we were playing Bama again this year. Uh, just uh, and we might and we I'm might again. totally fine. I'm totally fine with not playing that bunch down in Colorado. Oh, yeah, we want to go down there. Probably, but we, yeah, we might see them in Nashville yeah, though. Yeah. Uh, that worked to our favor this year that we only had to play them once. It was in our house. Oh, yeah. We might we might play them again in Nashville though, Bear. So that's we may very possible. But that's not Coleman, and it, that's. It, Regardless of tonight, we we beat the best team in college basketball and we're able to smother them. But oh, yeah. and, I, and I'll say this too: I, I'm really not worried about the regular season. I'm just worried about getting that double bye more than I am the regular season. You know, that's that's more important right there. I don't, I don't want to play four games in a row. Yeah, and I mean, if if you would have lost tonight, you would have been sitting with five conference losses, and I think. You are then only one game out of potentially falling, falling all the way to eighth. Yeah, you would have definitely fallen back into that next uh, 
that 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 next group we don't you know we don't belong down there with Kentucky and those. Now we're we're but we're we above them. Saturday and win, we're, so. we're above them. I mean, we, we are we are better than them, and we're better than them everything too. So, and God, I mean, it, it would just be so satisfying if we could just go up there and just wear their ass out in their home court. I mean, that would just be that that'd be the that'd be that, that'd be a great way to finish the week off right there. So, but anyway, guys. By the way, what, sir, is Russ not made it in yet, or? He's he's having problems with his phone. He's going to be in here, I would say. Let, let's be honest. So, he, he's probably busy. I, I, hopefully, he's beating the shit out of Jay Billis right now. That's why he can't get on here. Because that guy, man, he fucking sucks. Did you did you listen to him tonight, Bear? Yeah, he's. I mean, I, we've already we've already I don't, we already had this discussion with some. Hold on, guy, uh, Dustin. What's your primary grievance with uh, with Jay? Well, first of all, the game's in Knoxville, and he's doing features on Alabama players all throughout the game. So, so, now, I did notice one thing somebody else tweeted out about it. I thought it was hysterical that Brandon Miller, when they were talking about cars, immediately Dodge said, Charger. Dodge oh, Charger. <laughs> How about you, baby? When he said that, actually. So that, that's what they get. Yeah. It, it's a Dodge. They get the – it's. A couple of them, some of some of the bigger time players get like Hellcats or you know the big daddy one, and then the rest of them just get those big block Dodge Chargers with the big V eight in them. I mean, they yeah. ain't worth the shit. And Crimson, it's their fleet, yeah. and, and them Dodges ain't worth the shit. They ain't never been worth the shit. So, I mean, what do they care? They're eighteen exactly. years old. They're driving around a seventy five thousand dollar car. It's great. Of course. You got anything else? Oh, man, Justin? I'm good. I'll, I'll talk to y'all Saturday right. if we whoop the hell out of them up there at Lexington. All right. See you, buddy. There, people aren't going to like this answer, but the reason they use Brandon Miller is because, one, he's gone after this year, and uh, I don't think they would ever have Billis go to Alabama to do a game. So, they're like, we'll go ahead and knock this one out here. Which, yeah, the, the dad joke, kid, I, I, I felt like they could have uh, – uh, they could have walked with Urosh or any number if they were going for that. So the only thing know. I heard on that was the uh, dad joke at the end, which was about like going to Switzerland and the flag's a big plus, which uh, pretty clever. Got to got to give the kid credit there. But anyways, let's uh, let's keep things rolling. Next, we're gonna get in Joshy boy. What's up, Josh? Josh. You got me. Oh, we hear you, buddy. Davy Bear, how about those balls taking down number one Alabama, just like football? Yeah, great night, man. Like I was, this one I was really not looking forward to this tonight. I was, I was really worried that we weren't going to be able to answer the bell tonight. Um, just after the two heartbreaking losses, you're missing two of your bet. You've seen, you know, your team leader and, you know, your five-star freshman. And they came out and showed something. Their backs were against the wall and they came out swinging. I mean, they turned that team over 19 times, just the level of intensity. They played defense. Um, just, how tough they played the entire game on both both ends of the floor. 
really impressed the hell out of me. Guys, what did you think about uh, Jonas Adu getting some uh, big points? Is that a career high for him at Tennessee? I don't think so. I want to say he had a game earlier in the year where he had a really good game. You know, he's been kind of – and we've had several guys that have, have kind of been, I mean, in slumps for lack of a better word, I guess, well, Davey. They did. Um, but the biggest thing for me tonight, and it's for every single player that we had go out on the court, nobody played scared. I could look back at some other games, even when they're not playing well, I'm like, ah, they played kind of scared on the defensive or the offensive end. Even with, like, Adu at times, like, he was going up there and he was being the aggressor. And when this team is the aggressor, they're going to come out on the winning side more often than not. And, I mean, like, he wasn't shooting well. I still thought he played pretty aggressive uh, when you look at it. And maybe part of that's just because uh, you really have to worry about picking up a foul and getting in foul trouble because of the way the refs called this one. But I just thought that that was the, the main thing that stood out to me. Guys, I saw – on uh, Twitter, a lot of Alabama fans complaining that they weren't getting, like, a lot of fouls. They said they were getting, like, mugged and shit all game. Yeah. They both teams were. I mean, That's, I mean, they're. Yeah. I mean, the game started out rough with what's their what's their big's name? The kid whose knee was gimpy. Betty Yaka. Betty Yaka. Yeah, I mean, he, that shot he took at Viscovi right at the beginning of the game. He, he floored him. Davey, uh, before the week started, what win would you rather have tonight or Saturday? This, this one, hands down, just because of with Alabama having the one next to their name. Well, even though we knew that we didn't know they were number one at the time, but just them having that one. I mean, that, that does so much more for you in the eyes of the committee. Um, and it's like, you know what, like teams, even when Kentucky's not as good, there's still a slight bias of like, well, you're playing on the road at Kentucky. Um, that's a hard place to play anyway, but you, to stop the skid and then go and beat this team, uh, with their ranking, like I, I would take this one, uh, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Do you guys think there's a good chance either Julian Phillips or Josiah plays Saturday against Kentucky? Phillips is much more likely than, uh, triple J. I, I like, I keep hearing that triple J is not going to be that they aren't going to bring him back until he's 100% ready yeah. to go. Yeah, and I don't even – like, they keep listing him as, like, a game-time decision or whatever, but, like, he's not. He's he's still got some time before he's coming back off that ankle anyway. And even if they wanted to bring him back now, like, I mean, that type of ankle injury, like, I mean, I, I was in the, the arena when it happened. Like, those are not quick healing type ones. Like, and I know people could point to, well, look at what Patrick Mahomes was able to do. I'm like, much different situation where they're getting him ready for pretty much just one game. Like – we got a lot of postseason play ahead of us. There's no point in trying to rush this guy back. And again, we can have the conversation, but I mean, the team, no offense to him, but they've been looking better without him. Yeah, they have. Well, just it, it, it's forced Barnes to play. I mean, guys are playing a lot more minutes, but some different rotations of guys, it just changed things up. And I don't yeah. know if he would have changed it up had Triple J and now Phillips gotten hurt. And what I'm hoping is that 
they find a way to get these rotations a little bit more set in stone and have an understanding of what's actually working during the game, but then incorporate James from with whenever he comes back. I mean, as of right now, like I'd stick with the same starting lineup come Saturday. I, I don't see any reason to change after tonight. Um, as long as you kind of continue to get that performance, but I mean, we came out strong and Adu was playing well from the beginning. I, I don't know if you're going to get that because consistency is all harp on it. Like I can't just, talk out of both sides of my mouth consistency has been a big issue and this was one of those nights where it's just like if we've had this type of team like where where have they been and I'm much I'm much more excited that I saw this team than the one I've, I've seen the last two games or especially the Vanderbilt game but it's just a, a matter of being consistent and I'm, I'm curious to see what Barnes wants to do moving forward with this lineup yeah guys it seemed like Kamwa, Meshack, and company held Brandon Miller to a quiet 15 points tonight. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say who deserves, you know, I mean, if you're giving out game balls to my Meshack, you know, for somebody who didn't record an offensive statistic, he, uh, to me, is deserving of a game ball just based on what he was able to do on that hey, guy. Bear, uh, Tony Voltello sent this in, but Grant Ramey put out the stat that Jemai Meshack had the best plus minus for Tennessee tonight at plus nine, even though he did not score. That's insane. All right. It is time to tap the keg officially. I see that we've got Russell. Russell, welcome into the party. Hey, gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm on the uh, Bluetooth. Is this audio quality acceptable? It sounds like shit, but go ahead. All right, well, it's, That's good, Russ. it's the best I can manage right now. Guys, uh, epic night at the Tommy Bowl. Good luck. Russ's streak remains intact. Um, I, you know, if Rick Barnes wants to bring me up to Rupp, I can probably make that happen. I do have a thing, but I might be able to move something for the Deacon. What an effort, uh, man! It was just uh, an outstanding effort, man. I guess is our season back on? Are we, are we? We're not melting down tonight. Are we? We we're doing this again. We're good. We're good. Okay. I, I don't know. I was, I was just checking. I, <laughs> it has to be a harsh one for you know the Barnes Bashers, especially when uh, the god of analytics, Nate Oates, just got taken across the Deacon's knee and and strapped. Like a little schoolboy, this has got to be a bitter pill for some of our fan base to swallow. But I won't, I won't rant against the fans. It was an awesome night. Uh, I, I tell you what, we've been having the conversation. People have been like, I don't know about the atmosphere. I don't know about the the new student section. I don't know about Thompson Bowling this year. It doesn't, guys. I've been in there for a lot of huge games across all the different eras. That tonight was as good as it gets start to finish electric atmosphere i thought the crowd got to alabama a little bit early in that game um sustained noise throughout the entire thing it was fantastic great college basketball game um that's the way barnes wants to play man just you know absolutely brutal trench warfare (laughs) and it was it was awesome i I got to thank my friend uh, Mike Gregory, Mad Mike, for hooking me up with the ticket. Great seats. We were like uh, 10 rows behind the UT bench, so you could hear a lot of what was going on. And uh, you could see, I mean, Barnes was fired up, man, when 
when we locked it up. And I was so glad to see Vescovy hit a couple of those free throws. And uh, he, he obviously got the yips a little bit there, but uh, it's good to see him make a few. Bear, uh, you know what this calls for, my man. I've not had dinner. Give you two guesses where I'm about to pull up to right now. Uh, Crystal? It's time. As John Ward said, it's time, baby. Couple of rectum rockets. Batting down the hatches, boys. It's going down. <laughs> Guys, on the way out, we drank from the keg of glory. Go ball. Yes, we do, Joshy boy. Toss that bad boy. Toss that thing. <laughs> Russ, what's the go-to order at Crystal? Oh, you're about to find <laughs> out, baby boy. Got muted, All right. right. That's okay. Well, while while we're waiting on him, we'll. But hold on. Let's hold on. Well, how close are you? Because do I do I need to get another call? Uh, I'm, I'm pulling up right now. I'm oh, okay. Okay. Just just hold, hold on. on a second. Sorry, there. we're trying to do a show here. Good lord. Yeah. Well, talk. Yes, I would like a number one, uh, the victory combo, four crystals, no cheese, please. Uh, French fries with a diet coke. And a apple turnover. Okay, then we had an apple turnover. So oh. We're actually getting ready to close. Oh. We're on the last order. On the last order? Yep. All right, I'll take it. All right, 840. Thank you. I think she was kind of pissed. Is there anybody behind you in line? <laughs> no. Okay. You can get them old crystals that have been sitting in the warmer all night. That's all right. I like those better. I don't know. What? Last order, what kind of crystals do you think I'm about to get here, boys? You called them Rectum Rockets to start it off. I, th- I think that's a fair assessment. Is, is this a – am I making a make, big mistake right well, you're now? You're the crystal drive so you, you should have said yes to that before asking the question. And the, the mistake's already been made, man, unless you pull out. Real man doesn't pull out, Bear. <laughs> All righty. So the crowd, uh, they did say something about it on the TV when you were saying something about how loud uh, or get, getting to the Alabama team in the first half. I mean, they commented on it. And then we started turning them over and kept turning them over. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it was, <laughs> that was that defense, man. Tennessee had them on lockdown. And uh, it was some great defense, man. That's like I said, it's the way Barnes wants to play, and and I don't know. I, I saw Josiah walking around. He looked fine. Uh, he's not walking with any sort of a limp or anything, and um, neither was Phillips for that matter. But I mean, we talked about it. Like I, I feel like offensively we play faster without those guys. I feel like Josiah is like it kind of slows down with him, and everything's smooth when Ziegler's running the show like he was tonight. And I don't know if he had a turnover all night long. He was fantastic, man. He was the maestro. But, uh, you know, he's just moving. Everything's quick. It's fast. Everybody, you know, ball's getting reversed back and forth. Vescovy's knocking down some three balls. You know, key was his shot wasn't falling. But, the only uh, no, but but um, he was he was assertive. I heard Davey earlier. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still pulling the trigger and. Um, We'll see if it keeps up, man. Tough road trip coming up to Rump, but um, we're about to find out. Ziegler did not have any turnovers tonight. He put, um, I don't think it was Quinterly. It might have been the Bradley kid. He kind of put them in the in the spin zone, and then 
ended up getting a shot off. I mean, I did that. He was just. He did his Curly Neal impression at one point where he it he dribbled all the way around that like I don't know who it was I don't I don't know if it was Miller or what but how about Miller with the flop on Uros and Uros just tossing that thing up behind his head the no look shot he's the flop man all the mid range all the mid range shots are bigs miss and that garbage goes in of course. Yeah, he's just got that one spot, like the free throw line, where I, I've started to notice, like he's damn near automatic from from there. Russ Plasmich didn't miss; he was four of four. He was two of three from the line, but that's 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 basically a hundred percent in my book uh, for him. More Urosh, more Urosh. People keep saying, "Oh, they're going to take his minute." I like people hate on Urosh. I don't, I don't see it, man. I love that dude. He plays. He's nasty with an edge. He's always looking to throw an elbow. He's always uh, talking noise. Um, he's, he makes buckets when when you when he gets the ball on the on the block. It's generally going in. And if he can't get his shot off, he's kicking it back out. He's a good player. You don't have any argument for me on that. No. The the only thing I've I've had issues with him is. Sometimes he'll let his emotions get the best of him, and it can cost us. But, I mean, with the way things were going tonight, like, he, he did a good job of making sure not to get teed up. There was one time something happened, and I thought he was going to go down the next end and just basically, like, try to, like, beat the shit out of some dude. But he, he withheld and kept his cool. He did get a good smack right in Quinterly's face in the first half. Give him a good slap. A good slap. Oh, yeah, it, was the, it was the foul yeah. after the foul. Yeah, that was smart. Don't let yeah, him, like, I, I'm not giving you a fucking free layup. Like, no. I love that. And then Quinterly, I think I think it was Quinterly was like a little bitch about it and wouldn't let him help him up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I mean I was stunned that Euros offered to help him up and number two, I Quinterly did come off like a little bitch and then he sat there for about three minutes until the rest of his team came over. I don't know why you guys gotta get helped up. Get your ass off the ground. And basketball players. Do we lose Russell? I think so. That's all right. That's all right. Let's get back to it. Here we've got a lot of people requests. Let's get Anthony in here. He was one of the first people that requested. Anthony, how are you, buddy? Man, I'm spectacular. How are you, Bear? I'm feeling good, man. Beating Bama in anything. Like my kid's mom's going to bed miserable tonight. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> And the last time I called in, it was after the Kentucky game, and I was down bad. You were despondent. We all were. Um, we were in our feelings. Yeah, man. I I just wish uh, if I had one thing, I wish we could have made that last free throw to get the full net points. But um, that was all things considered. That was an incredible win, and we needed it badly. Um, it helps keep us on the opposite side of the bracket in the SEC tournament tournament from Bama. If you're, you know, if you're into winning that kind of thing, and um, Davey, I kind of – I think I helped buy the win tonight, too. I know a lot of people, man. They're, I mean, I just – I don't know about you, but I was really stunned to see it. Like, I, I could see it kind of like being like a pick em, but like Tennessee being like a three-and-a-half-point favorite, I was just like, I'm just – I'm not seeing it. But, again, it, Vegas knows a lot more than uh, we do, and uh, it, it showed tonight. Yeah, I thought they were going to be – I told my friends earlier in the week when I thought that there was a chance that either Phillips or Triple J played – that we would probably be about a one and a half point favorite. 
but then when I found out both of those guys were out, I was surprised to see the line where it was at. Um, but yeah, y'all took most of my thunder already. I was going to call in and bitch about Billis, but that's already been taken care of. No, what's point, your, what's I, your primary complaint with Billis? Let's, let's go, let's keep this rolling. Let's make this a theme. All right. Well, I thought every time there would be a call, a questionable call that would go Tennessee's way, he just lost his mind. Like it was like, he couldn't, he had to talk about it nonstop. And, and then the, you know, I thought the worst call of the night was in the first half when they had a guy in the restricted area and they called a charge on us. I thought it was obvious. And he barely talked about that. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just didn't think that was even. Yeah, they never showed like, the replay. No, they, they, they did show the replay. His, his foot was on the line. It was clear. It, and it, it came up. Well, I think both Billis and Ravage at that point said, you can at least go to the monitor and check it. And then they were surprised because he said, well, I guess they're not going to go to the monitor and, and see, see. Yep. Yep, and that was that. And I feel like if it had happened to Bama, he would have cried about it for a couple possessions down the court. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just generally, he gets on my nerves. I don't. I don't know. He, he don't really ever have a nice thing to say about Tennessee. It doesn't seem like so. I don't know. I I, I thought it was savage uh, them playing Dixieland Delight after we beat them again. That was pretty cool. I wonder if that was Doctor Dan. I mean, I, it's a good I, troll I, job. I I'll always approve it. Um. Yeah. I, I'm right with y'all on Euros. I've been thinking for a while Euros needs more minutes. Uh, I was gonna, I was even gonna call in and talk about Euros slapping the shit out of Quinterly, and Bear took that from me too. So, <laughs> I mean, he really slapped the shit out of out of that kid. That set the tone. Uh, I mean, if you're looking at the minute distribution for guys that we pretty much have at the five, I mean, Adu gave you a strong 27 minutes for the whole game. He probably would have played more had he not gotten into foul trouble. Um, and then Euros was uh, registered 13 and Awaka 13. Awaka, not as. Um, yeah, I Euros guess, sets the tone, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, Awaka, like, he had been doing a lot more that we've at least seen in the last couple of games than he did tonight. But, I mean, you had Adu and, and Euros pick up the slack there, so it, it didn't hurt you at all. Uh, so, and, and like, again, it just went back to, like, we were setting the tone. They were having to match to us versus the other way around. And, and whenever that happens, things are likely going in your favor. Yeah, I like having Euros in the game early because it seems like in some games, it seems like against really good teams, he can get in their heads and they start thinking more about him than they do playing their own game. And I thought that happened for a stretch in the first half tonight. Um, but, yeah, I think one – a positive out of this is – they weren't They weren't ready for – and and Bealus and the other guy did say they're freshmen. This was a night where that was noticeable. You could tell that you know that's a pretty a young young team. And he said it late in the game. He made a comment about a one-handed pass, and you can get away with that playing a lot of teams. You can't get away with sloppy one-handed passes when you're playing us. No, tonight was not at the game. level when with the intensity that we're playing defense and how they're constantly looking. Uh, they never stop looking to turn somebody over. So, Hey, speaking of one hand, we haven't talked about this yet. What about that one-handed slam by Kamwa? Oh, oh that was just, the oop. Yeah, yeah that was nasty. pretty. That's two games in a row he's done that. Well, then the first set play out of the half was an oop to Kamwa. It was um, – I mean, he was able to catch it cleanly. If anything, I thought it was going to be underthrown a little bit. 
but uh, we were able to to have him finish on that one as well. So getting him and Ziegler involved like that, it, you could tell. I mean, it was it was working. Uh, a good thing about another good thing about tonight, you know, we did this without Triple J and Phillips. And at times we seem to play better this year without Triple J. I don't think we're a better team without him. But I think what this does is it allows us to spread the minutes out more when they get back to keep us fresher. And I think being fresh is key to the style of defense that we play. Well, it can be, but I mean, we only went eight deep tonight. Whereas if you had Phillips and Triple J out there, that's where we've, we've normally seen them go uh, with a full 10, 10 players. I, I just, I think he's just not been fully healthy. And he's been trying to fight through a lot of stuff and his shots just not been there this year to where it's like, you can still get a good defensive effort from him, but his efficiency on the offensive end is just one in which it's like, at times you just were like, well, who's going to score with this lineup out there yeah. and whenever he's been out there. And maybe at times like he's not been hitting and Phillips isn't exactly assertive on the offensive end. You're like, who's going to get you a basket. So with it basically knowing Ziegler Vescovy, they're going to put it up if they get it tonight. Well, he was going to put it up if he got it too. He just wasn't making it. It the offense was at least flowing in, in that extent. Yeah, I think I think Trip Phillips his minutes have been kind of kind of on the decline. But Triple J, I feel like was playing too many minutes anyways. Uh, is as you know as as banged up as he is, it might be better to you know cut him back to twenty you know twenty twenty two minutes a game and keep him fresh. Um, I think we can do that with this team. And Meshack, to me, Meshack kind of reminds me a little bit of J.P. Prince. Just kind of does it all. Not great offensively. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think back to watching Prince. I mean, I, I felt like Prince had a lot more Prince explosiveness on the offensive. Yeah, but if you remember, yeah. Bayer, his first few years, he really was very limited offensively. He kind of came around. No, nah, but with the, the Elite Eight run, that was when that year was when I think when we started running everything through him towards the end of that season, wasn't it, Davey? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I was at that game. So, all right. All right. You got anything else for us, well, Anthony? one last thing. I think this is a team that plays best when the pressure is kind of off. And in a way, I think tonight the pressure was a little off of them because they were playing number one, the number one team. They, I think they play better when the pressure, you know, when they're not playing a lower, a lesser team. It seems like they're they play playing to their, their competition. competition. Yeah, I think so. I think the first weekend in March is huge for this team. I think if we can just win two games in March, I think we could go on a run because I think once we get to the Sweet 16, it might take some of the pressure off. It's all about matchups and just seeing you get there. But I, I hope you're right. I hope they are able to, to get to the Sweet 16 and then and then continue to go from there. But, all, right, all right, Anthony, we, we appreciate you, man. So, I mean, it, it it's something that Russell has been talking about, and I'm sure he'll talk about again when he jumps back in there after he consumes his rectum rockets um we've been getting everybody's best shot and we had a night night off from that tonight alabama got our best shot they came in here number one best team in in the country yada 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 and there's something to be said for that also like um i if you look back over the course of the season we played up to competition and we played down to competition it's crazy we have, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the just the style of play. And, um, again, tonight we were the aggressor. We made sure they played our style of ball. Because if we played their style of ball, like, there's no way we win this game. Like, it, it's just not going to happen. 
uh, we, we didn't have the bodies to, to keep up with them if, if we let them dictate how it was going to unfold. Um, whereas, like, I mean, we came back against Missouri, uh, but, I mean, playing their style of, of game is not something that this team's going to be able to do on a night-in, night-out basis and have a lot of luck. So, no. But, all right. Bear, who we got next? Let me see here. Uh, Jason is next. Jason, you got us? Yeah. Hey, can y'all hear me? We got you, man. Awesome. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but um, this uh, this crow I'm eating tonight is a is is a little gamey. <clears throat> so I, I got a little hot sauce for it. But man, I I I gotta admit, I haven't been a Barnes basher, but I have been disappointed in 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 how we've, you know matched up with teams the last couple weeks but man tonight was stellar probably his best coaching job of the year and what was what I was most impressed with was the confidence level that these cats just came out with like they just knew they were going to win I mean there was no panic there was no uh, you know, they didn't get frustrated when things didn't go their way. I mean, they just felt like they were in control from start to finish and, and they were not going to be denied tonight. And I just think that's a good sign moving forward, moving forward. Um, but, uh, what do y'all think now it's going to look like on Saturday when we go up there? Like, are we going to keep the same starting lineup? You think, I mean, uh, are the rotations going to be the same? I mean, really, honestly, just just from what I like, Key was the only guy that really had the off night. Everybody else, man, stepped up, and I think Barnes challenged the guys, and they they really rose to the occasion. But 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 going ahead, looking ahead to Saturday, what do you think we're gonna uh, look like rolling up there? I I mean, right now, like if if we've won, I felt like he's kind of kept that same lineup from recent memory. Uh, so I would just anticipate seeing the same starting five. So who'd we have? Who started? We had Zakai, Vescovy, Meshack, Kamwa, Aiden. Meshack. Who was the fifth after Aiden? Uh, Kamwa or Meshack. Mm. Yeah. Meshack played a hell of a game tonight. I mean, he's he's a liability offensively, but dude, he, I mean, he held an NBA player. He had the he, best plus minus baby. Yeah, plus nine. Plus nine without even scoring a point. I mean, yeah. that's that's impressive. I mean, he like he, he was all over the place. Held Miller uh lottery pick to fifteen points. I mean, he'll he'll have that to put in his uh you know, that's his feather in a cap, man. That's hats off to him. It was a it was a valiant effort. Um <clears throat> uh I thought Vescovy right there towards the end when he got to the line those couple times when he missed that first one i was like oh here we go but you could see him you could see the frustration and when he made those last couple uh at the end i think that that's going to turn the corner for him um and he shot the ball well tonight i mean it was a great team effort and you know we always talk about there's there's not a go-to guy on the team you know, we don't have that one star that can get you a bucket. But, man, when the guys are playing like that and playing together and 
crashing the boards the way they did, I mean, this team could legit make a run. If they play like that the rest of the way, night in, night out, they got a good shot to, to really make some noise in the tournament. But um, i tell you what, uh, are y'all watching this um, Arkansas-Texas A&M game? Because Arkansas is looking like they're getting right at the right I- time for them. Yeah, I was uh, earlier, and then I flipped it over. I mean, it looks like Kentucky's going to hold on, but I just kind of wanted to see how they've, they've been because they had been on a two-game skid. So I'm kind of curious, like, if, if they were to lose, would, would they kind of be going into this game thinking like it was last time? Because last time they played us, it was like this game could could mean almost everything where they had lost to South Carolina at home. They had to get things right. Um, so, But it looks like they are going to hold on against Mississippi State at the moment. Now things could change, but – We'll see what happens there. But, yeah, Arkansas, ever since they got Nick Smith back, that team has been playing much better, uh, starting to have what people saw with them at the beginning while they were ranked in the the top 20 in the country. And Musselman's a great coach. And, I mean, with that talent, I I could easily see them making a deep run come here in in March. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of uh, uh, SEC teams are beginning to get right. Uh, I think Texas A&M, I mean, they're 10-2 and in the SEC. That's just shocking to me. But that kid marbled down low, man. He looks 32 years old, married, three kids, and a mortgage. I mean, that that guy is a hoss. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm thrilled with the performance tonight and just uh, uh, elated. And, and uh, hey, appreciate you guys out here doing the Lord's work on a Wednesday night. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Go Vols. Thank you, Jason. Russ back. Russell. I believe so. Gentlemen, back at Stately Smith Manor, it was a great trip to Crystals, and I am pleased and proud, I might add, to say that the Apple turnover was attained. What did you do? Wait there for eight oh, minutes? She's, she said uh, she made me one. Special because, of, I mean, that's, that's what happens when you win. Was it 5,000 degrees on the inside? She she warned me it's very hot. I took one bite, and uh, I, I I poked the bear. And I'm 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 letting it sit here. It's it's cooling in front of me. Yeah, dude, this thing's roughly the temperature of the sun on the inside. Of the yeah, but you can't you can't resist, can you? You know that, and and what do you do? You eat that damn thing and what? burn your tongue every time. Yeah, they're still not as hot as the old McDonald's ones. Those things are crazy. All right, let's let's, so, let's get this show rolling, man. I want to get Roberto in here. I bumped into him. Uh, he was very kind and gracious as always. His friend was supposed to buy three of us beers. He only bought one for him and Roberto. Roberto claimed that he could not drink said beer. I think he was really just being nice, and he insisted that I take it, and I did, and I drank it, and it was good. Roberto, good seeing you, my friend. Turn your mic on and jump in here. Good to be seen. I was just letting you say your spiel. I'm never going to turn man, turn turn on and, and drown a man out who's giving me nothing but compliments. I appreciate that. Yes, I could have drank the beer, but Russ, I saw your eyes light up when you saw that green and gold can, and I said, you know what? Russ needs it more than – he needs this more than I do. I was looking canward with thirsty eyes. <laughs> what a fun game. I lost my voice. Um, uh, you know – uh, I said I played the emo hedge against the balls, and I'm glad I did because whenever I do that, we win. Uh, it, it just so much fun, fun to be there, fun. Everybody around us was having fun. 
It was, Russ, I don't know if it came through on TV. I know you were there, but God bless, it was loud. It was loud, loud. Yeah, I said earlier when I joined the boys, just incredible that, environment. Yeah. Some of the best uh, atmosphere I've ever experienced in Thompson Bowling. I've been been there for some big ones tonight. It was as good mm-hmm. as it's ever been. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I guess people are just tired of getting pushed around and, and having Alabama come in as number one and I mean, God mercy, the first half, I, and really in the second half, it felt like they got every call, too. And and I only imagine Jay Billis was all up in his feels every time we got a call. Uh, I didn't. I was so glad that I was at the game. If there was one redeeming quality about buying you a beer at the game, it's that I could be with you and not with Jay Billis on my ears. Um, you know, the other thing I got to say, we – Guys, if we have a B effort on offense, that was a C, C minus effort on offense. If we have a B effort on offense, we blow them off the court. You guys realize that, right? I mean, we we shot terribly from the field. Uh-oh. Hello? We got you, Bert. No, it, it was bad. I think we were like, what, 36% from the field and like 26 from 30 uh, 64% yeah. from the free throw line. Yeah, no, uh, we, we did not shoot well. Uh, fortunately, we were able to out-rebound them and, um, and just continue with all their turnovers to get up shots. And it, it really mattered in the first first half. I think we had 14 more shots than them. Uh, but yep. that's, that's one of the things that kind of really kept it in there because really it wasn't like we were playing. Or I mean, that, that the game was so close, even though we were playing much better than they were. Uh, unfortunately, the second half, we were able to actually get those shots to start falling, which is what Barnes's main halftime gripe was. We just got to get open shots to fall. Yeah, and, you know, I'm just proud. I thought it was the best scout of the year. We we scouted the hell out of them. It was great defense. Jay Billis said that uh, earlier you know, in, the, in the game, too. Yeah. He, gave us a, he gave us credit for something incredible. Um, you know, I, I felt like, uh, you know, everybody's talking about how great we rebounded. You guys realize we got out-rebounded, right? Uh, second half. 42-38. Right? No, 42-38 was the final rebound tally. I just happened to see it on the way out of the, the arena, which kind of surprised me. But Alabama, they, they said they only had 17 turnovers. It felt like 30. It really did. God, they turned the ball over like every other possession. Uh, our hands were in every passing lane. We took charges. I'm loving what Euros is bringing. I enjoy I enjoy the gorilla ball we're playing. We're just kind of hammering people. And when we can get a whistle like that, Davey, I think it was you that said it. I would take that officiating crew every single game. If we can get a whistle that just allows us to be physical the way we play defense, we can beat any team in the country, truthfully. And, I mean, you, when, when the other team – I was going to say, the sorry. only time you had an issue with foul trouble was there late with Adu, but Euros came in, and that was when Euros had the – the make where they called the block and he just threw it up behind his head and uh, was able to get that to fall. And that was a huge foul too. Cause he drew that on, um, he drew that on uh, Brandon Miller. Right. So, and then, and then the next possession, uh, ZZ took it right at Miller and was able to hit that layup. And that's that I feel like that's what kind of ended it right there. But uh, nice to see Vesco actually, make one or two or actually made four, I guess, in a row to finish the game. Uh, I got to seal it up a little bit. Um, 
there's one thing we really struggle with. It's free throw shooting, which is surprising to me because that's the whole Rick Barnes thing, dif- discipline, defense, rebounding, and free throw shooting, and we are just awful from the line. We're abysmal. And, you know, I don't have any, any anything negative to say. I'm very happy. And a win, you know, the one thing that I think a win does for us is bumps us a whole seed line up. Um, so it gets us off that you know, three, four up into the two, three again. And I think uh, solidly in the three line and that's where you want to be for this team. Um, so anyways, with that said, guys, thanks for all the time, Russ. It was great seeing you and I uh, hope you guys have a great night. Enjoy the win. Thanks Roberto. As we keep things a moving next up, believe we had Matthew's been waiting for a minute. We'll go ahead and get him in here. All right, Matthew. Um, I'm hoping we've we've had a, a good go so far, but no wills. I'm hoping this continues. I, I say that as it continues to spin. Where are we at, Bear? Oh, there he is. is it. We got him. Hey, Matthew. Hey, guys. Man, I think Berto said it best, though. I mean, that, that's always a, a great win, but I think with you look, if you take off the big orange glasses, this team can still play better. I mean, that was such a great game. Like, defensively, the effort – it's always going to be there, but still offensively, I think that is a C minus game. I mean, we hit six threes and I think you can still expect better play from your team offensively. Well, I shouldn't say expect because we're so inconsistent, but I definitely think this team, if it even has an above average game offensively, you win that game by double digits. No, Davey. Yeah. Yeah. Double digits easily. If, if you're actually shooting at a high clip, yeah, and we they did. I wanted to. I, I just looked at it. Um, they did out rebound us by four, but we pulled in where we killed them was on offense. Yeah, we yeah offensive rebounds. We had thirteen. They had eight, and they did out rebound us thirty five to twenty six on the on the defensive glass, but. You know, yeah, those offensive rebounds, though, that's what won you tonight, in my opinion. I mean, just taking away the turnovers, but if you go back and look at Uros Pozovich getting that rebound and immediately kicking it out to Sakai Ziegler and him hitting that three, I mean, oh, yeah, we were scrappy tonight, more like what I expect, how I expect this team to look. I know that we're not gonna, you know, this isn't the Grant and Admiral and Bowden and that team where it was high flying, you know, 80. Averaging eighty something points a night or whatever it was, and um, it's just totally different. And um, I mean, for us to, I really feel like must make deep. We're, we got to play like this. Yeah, this is where no, we're at our best. I, I agree. Smothering people on defense, we just need to shoot the ball a little bit better and be able to play this style of defense. I mean, really, so, you only had two guys hit a three the entire game to kind of put it in perspective. Scobie was three of six, and Ziegler was three of nine. So, yeah, if, if we're shooting at, I don't know, even if we can just get to, like, an average of, like, 32 to 33%, like, I mean, that's that's an extra nine points right there. So, that's, I mean, that's going to go a long way. And I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was fitting, though, that Santiago Scobie got hot there. The Call me crazy, a left-handed shooter gets hot in the left corner. Yeah, that, I mean, that's not, like, I, I never – like, I mean, that one, that's one of those shots where you're just like, eh. But, I mean, he was he was filling it tonight, and that was definitely a spot. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, though, too. You know, the game was, for the most part, the entire, I would say, for 
the entirety of the first half all the way until the last three minutes. It was a close game. But you never really felt like Tennessee was out of it. Like, you kind of felt like the whole game, like, Tennessee, just keep doing what you're doing. You're going to win this game. Did you know the largest lead Alabama had the entire game was just one point? I didn't know it was that. I I mean, I knew it, it couldn't have been more than three. Yeah. One point, one single digit was the entire, and I believe they had that in the first half around the 10 minute mark. They never, they never could even get it to within two digits or two, two possessions. They, so, they did tie it in the second half though, It was right? tied at the half. No, they, yeah, they tied it at the half. And then essentially you had, I believe Tennessee got at the second half uh, as high as, I believe it was 10. No, was it 9 or 10, Dave? I can't remember. Yeah, 9 was, was our biggest lead. I, I For whatever reason, I thought there was it was 40 to 40 at one point, and then we went on a big run. But I might be wrong. We'll have to see. I, I think this is huge for uh, – Berto had a great call this morning, and this game had such a Kansas askew when Pearl was the head coach. You had you know two of your – arguably your most talented players offensively uh, out of the game with you know Josiah and – Phillips and you still found a way to will your team to win because you didn't shoot the ball very well, but you still played at a high level where as much as we've criped on the fans, the fans were in this game the entire way through. I thought Thompson bowling was loud and the effort was there. I mean, that's what I think the fans were just lacking or or mad at the most. It was the effort just felt like it was there defensively. And, you know, we've got a chance now on Saturday to go into Rupp and honestly, Hopefully we can take care of business because this is not, uh, you know, Bear, this is still not a, this is not the Kentucky teams that we've faced before. They're on paper talented offensively and recruiting wise, but we need to go in there. And I know Rupp's a tough place to play and I'm, I'm not expecting a win, but I do expect us to compete and have a chance to hopefully give them a little bit of payback. So I'll give you back some time. I always enjoy beating Alabama as always go balls, fellas. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, don't look now, Davey. Uh, you were putting that one to bed. I flipped over to Texas. It's a dog fight down there and and uh, not Texas. Wait, the Mississippi uh, State game went good. I was hoping Starkville. I would speak that into existence. Um, I, I do want to say on, on uh, Matthew's point, though, uh, is that um, uh, while like, I, I remember being at the Kansas game, uh, I, I'll take uh, injuries over drugs and weapon <laughs> charges as to why we're missing players. Good. Don't matter to the Barnes Bashers. No, huh? I, and you know what? Not a bit. That that was a cheap shot. It really doesn't matter to me either. I'll I'll take I'll take a little drug. I mean, the gun thing it's pushing it, but uh, I, you know, a little weed. We scratched off the serial number, Russ. I mean, Davey, if you want to sit here and pick nits, we can do that. He never got charged for that. I mean, who hasn't filed off the serial number of a pistol in order to evade the authorities before? Oh, I mean, you want to get all high and mighty, Davey. Go ahead and cast the first stone. I mean, I've been known to get I'm a little toity every now and again, but I guess you guys are putting me back I mean, in my the, place. The Duke just never comes out. out of you, does it? No, it, it absolutely does not. And we're not going to get into it. There's a re- they didn't charge that kid, and there was a reason he had that gun. So, Davey. I have no idea who's next. All right, we got three waiting. Who's? Uh, no, hold on, hold on. Uh, you got to uh, 
definitely next needs to be uh it needs to be Greg and then known. All right. Well, let's you got you got let's get Greg up. D in here next. What's up, Greg? We drink from the keg of glory, my friend. It's a beautiful evening. Well, tonight I have tapped into the mason jar filled with the Mountain Dew of glory. Ah, nice. I'm actually drinking uh, not from the red solo cup, but from the red crystal cup. Had to refill it here at the house, working on some uh, caffeine-free Diet Coke right now. Oh, yeah, it's getting wild over here at Stately Smith Manor. Uh, it's a whole lot better than last week. <laughs> no doubt about it. Got to keep it going. I'll, I'll tell you what. We got, we got to go up to Rupp and uh, pay those guys back, man. We got to get this thing back on track. Well, we, we played we played excellent defense. Yes, excellent, and we made some of the shots, and we blocked a lot of shots, and we played with the fire through the entirety of the game. Agreed. I mean, it, I, how can you ask? You know, how can you ask much more? Here's here's a, a weird stat for you. So, <laughs> in the first half, in the first. <laughs> That's going to go back. <laughs> What's happening right now? I don't know. That was weird. So, in the first half uh, of the game, Alabama shot 43% from the field, which is crazy because I thought we were playing pretty good defense. And Tennessee shot 29% or, or 30% will round up from the field. In the second half, Bama shot 30% from the field, and Tennessee shot 46% from the field. So it's almost exact reverses of uh, the shooting percentages by the half, which was interesting. They end up shooting 35% for the night. Tennessee ends up shooting 36.5% for the night. So pretty easy. Uh, even there, both teams made 16 free throws. Uh, ten- yeah, I saw that. Weird game. I guess we lost Greg. Yeah, I don't I don't know really what was going on with Greg. He's getting in that mason jar, man. He may, may have been We're more than Mountain Dew. Keg of glory time. Yeah, he's Mountain Dew, all right. He's he's getting into the uh, popcorn set. Shit, we're going to win late on. He's requested back uh, in. Should know, we bring man. him back in? Davey, what do you think? We'll let you make the call here. Yes, but he has a short leash. All right, Greg. We're going to give you 60 seconds to complete your speakership this evening. Use it well, my friend. The floor is yours. All right, I'm back. I'm not sure what happened there. That's 10 seconds. Can you hear me? We got you, man. Go ahead. All right. Well, this... This looked like the like the start of the turnaround that we talked about last week. I mean, the coaching was excellent too. I thought. Oh man, the, uh, again, I was sitting right behind the bench, so I was able to watch you know, Barnes just working the refs the entire game, man, just relentless on them. It's a thing of beauty. Did you hear what he was saying? Uh, not really. The only time I heard him real clear was when Tyreek Key left a, a three a guy wide open in the corner for three, and he almost did it again on the next possession. Barnes yanked him out of there, and 
uh, yeah, he was hot. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if Meshack could shoot a oh, three-pointer. He's got to get some kind of offensive game going. If he had any kind of offensive game, he'd be our best player. And he plays defense. And I don't know if you heard Davey earlier, Russ. It was when you were eating your crystals. But he had the ble- yeah. best plus-minus of anybody. He didn't score a oh, point. No. Uh, Brandon Miller is going to be seeing him in his nightmares. Miller still went off. The they day. keep talking about that, that Barnes had said, I guess, in the pre-production meetings that uh, Miller reminded him yeah. of Kevin Durant and said that Durant always hated um, shorter guys that were super athletic like guarding him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, like, just watching it, I mean, I know – Miller on paper has five inches, I think, on Jemai. But, I mean, Jemai matched up well to him. It, it wasn't a that noticeable a difference. Jemai's a, a, a nice physical specimen, man. You can see why Barnes likes him. We just got to get him. I don't know if he could go to Barnes shot school over the summer or if he can, you know, attack the basket or, or something. I mean, there was that one steal he made where it's like, He's running the break. It's it's Jemai and Tyree Key, or uh, it's Jemai and uh, Awaka. And it's like, oh, God. Like, you, it looked good. You know, we had the possession. We had numbers. But you just – Yeah. You, That's where you just – we just go ahead and back yeah, it you, out. You Let's knew nothing was happening there except a turnover. <laughs> yeah. Awaka, they've got to – I'll tell you, Awaka's got to uh, work on his free throw yep. shooting or he's a liability. As good as he is. Urosh banking that one in. God, Urosh, money tonight. That three-point play he had, that was a critical. That was right after a a dude had gotten that fourth foul. And then, boom, three points. And it kind of kept that little bit of breathing room so we didn't start pressing. not going to bring this thing home, are they? Doesn't doesn't look like it. How do you you win at Arkansas? That's all right. Saturday, and then come home and lose to this garbage Kentucky team. This middle of the pack of the SEC, man. It's uh, it's been pretty contested throughout the year. I mean, hell, we got got by yeah two crap. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't describe crap team, but you know, Vanderbilt has been playing. Let me ask better. you guys this. <laughs> here, I, I got one of my uh, would you rather deal with the devils here for you, Bear. You love these. Okay. He hates them. Um, so, say you were going to go four and four last week and this week. You'd rather beat Alabama and Kentucky and then take the losses against Mizzou and Vandy, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if you told me they were going to be both two buzzer well, beaters. We asked the question on the drive earlier this week, Davey, if you could only win one this week, tonight or at Rupp, uh, what was it? It was like 75% of our audience said they wanted to win tonight. Yeah. I mean, we. Yeah. I, I think, Russ, you'd kind of been off. Uh, th- that was posed to us. And, I mean, it just my answer revolved around the idea of, listen, you're taking down the number one team in the country. You don't get that opportunity very often. You're also looking at an opportunity to where that's going to really stand out come March 
whenever it's looking at the rankings of, of where you're going to be seated. Uh, so I was, I was definitely 100% in the camp of, yeah, let's win against Alabama versus Kentucky. Even though I want to win them both, uh, definitely taking this one tonight. No Dullard is up next. Connecting, connecting, connecting. No Dullard has survived the wheel of death. What's up, Dullard? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey. Man, Russ, wasn't it a good good time in that Tommy Bowl tonight? Uh, one of the best times I've ever had in that building. Had a lot of good ones. Tonight's right up there. Yeah, it was good. My favorite part was Meshack, uh taking out his bubble gum and sticking it in Brandon Miller's hair what? and oh. saying, it's only, it's only first period. You got to go through the whole school day with this. <laughs> he smothered him. I saw, uh, I, I don't remember who posted it, but uh, so Miller had like 15 and only had four when Meshack was on the floor. And that's, I mean, what more could you ask? We found our stopper. I mean, we, we talk so much about roles on this team, and it's frustrating that we're this deep in the season and we don't really have clearly defined roles. He knows his. I mean, it, he, he's, he's out there to defend. And whether he's playing 30 minutes or five minutes, he's, out there, he's going to play balls to the wall defense. Tonight had to give him a lot of confidence. Like we've been talking about, we just got to get him – some sort of offensive game, something, man, whether it's a pull-up mid-range game, uh, just driving to the hoop, or I mean, he's going to have to develop some sort of outside shot, I would think, at the end of the day. I mean, he's, he's fast and he's aggressive. He makes great moves and he gets great looks at it. It just will not go down. He's got a great pull-up jumper. I mean, he can he can get his – he can create it. He can I don't get think a he's shot. a very good shooter. No. He needs to be shooting just right. Grab that rap. ball. What are you doing? It's an outrage. What else you got, Dullard? Well, yeah, I, I was I was saying the same thing at the game. Like if if Meshack had an offensive game, he would be like an all time favorite player to watch. I just don't know if I've seen a guy that like the way he plays defense he looks like he's just thinking, give me that fucking ball back. And it, it is, it's fun to watch. Um, yeah. Three weeks ago I called in and planted the flag that this is the team that, uh, that makes the big run. And, uh, I felt like after we beat Texas and beat Bama that a lot of people would be jumping in. Um, I did not foresee that we would lose to three shitty teams in between those two big W's, but uh, it feels good to be back back hanging on the rim. Um, do you all think that tonight is the slump buster, or is uh, it's a good start? It, is it too sure. early to call. I think it's way too early to call. Tonight was uh, this was a gut check game. I thought I felt like, um, you know, we I've said it several times, but. You did not want to lose tonight and have Kentucky with Texas A&M on deck. Things could have spiraled, but yeah, we'll see. If we go up and win it rough, I, I might be willing to say yeah. 
What do you think, Russ? Yeah, I think Saturday's big for this team because I think, you know, even those of us who don't wear orange-colored glasses would have to admit that Tennessee has been a better basketball team than Kentucky, and and they did not play well at all in that game up here for whatever reason. Um, you got you got to go up there and win, man. Uh, you you can't say that even if you think you're better. We all think they're better. You lose this game Saturday, you can't say that they swept you. So um, that that's a big one. It's big to keep the momentum going. Um, I think we'll be feeling pretty bad if Tennessee loses Saturday. But, um, yeah, I, I think if they win, they go up there, handle business. I think that this season's back on track and we can start talking about postseason play again without a sense of dread <laughs> overtaking the conversation. Well, I'm just ready to see Rick Barnes do what he did to Nate Oates. Uh, do what he did to Nate Oates tonight up in, in Lexington to Cal, which was, he said, pull down your britches and grab your ankles. It's time for me to paddle you in front of all your friends and send you to your room. And that's exactly what happened tonight, and it's happening Saturday in Lexington. Thank Peace. you, no dollars. So Kentucky gets away with a walk in there that's uh, not called um, Wallace. Drags his feet. Oh, he didn't even drag his feet. He took extra steps. They don't call it. They miss a three and get the rebound. And so now they're going to go to the free throw line up two with 8.1 seconds to go. It's uh, Reeves, I believe, at the line. He makes the first. wonder what crew this is. Pretty sure I saw Pat Adams out there. Oh, God. Pretty sure Pat's on the prowl tonight. But, I mean, hell, he's only one of three. I mean, any fool could see that was a traveling violation. Chris Jans is hot. Jans. Chris Jans looks like a mafia foot soldier. He's been working a few no-show jobs with Paulie Walnuts and the boys down at the Esplanade. With Eugene and... Patsy Parisi and all of them. Yeah, he's a fish out of water in Starkville. Vito. Season low points for Alabama tonight, 59. They've been averaging 83.4 points per game coming into the night. <laughs> I hate that for him. Miller is a nice-looking player, man. 15 points, 10 rebounds. He's. <laughs> I, I hope this God, is the only time we see please. him. He really, uh, there's no way that well, I mean, I mean he's, SEC tournament is kind of what I was thinking. I, I think he'll win SEC player of the year, definitely uh, freshman of the year. But I kind of just from watching him, he reminded me a lot of, I know this is recent and he's not as, I guess he's not as filled out as, as Jabari Smith, but Jabari Smith last year for Auburn, kind of a lot of his game where it's just like this kid could pull up from anywhere on the court and, and could just go off at any moment. And that's, that's what I was like, kind of like, Worried about him. what we've seen him do a lot this season. Fortunately, only hold, I mean, holding him to 15 and walking away with the W is, uh, I'll take it. Let's get Mark in here next. Hello, Mark. Guys, how good does it feel to drink from the keg of glory, especially? when it's tapped after beating Alabama's ass. 
it's sweet. It is sweet tonight. Let me tell you that, my friend. <laughs> well, let's handle a little bit of business. Russ, what do we have to do? Is it time to get the GoFundMe started to send you to the round of 32? I'll go. I, we can make that happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm riding. I'm on quite the heater right now. Three and zero last uh, year. One and zero this year. Are there any other big game, big home games I need to be headed to? I, I don't know. That, that shirt needs to be carefully laundered and placed in its in a velvet lined case. There's a lot of mojo in that t-shirt. A lot of swagger in it. <laughs> well, guys, um, just an absolute coaching uh, master class by Coach Barnes. Um, when you think you got the balls dead, they come right and smack you right upside of the head. And um, just, I mean, <laughs> to be down two key starters in a game like this uh, against an offensive juggernaut in Alabama and to basically make them suffocate and play our style of basketball and out-physical them, underneath um it's just a, a testament to what uh we've kind of seen from this tennessee team all year and we don't have that star-studded player but we've got a team full of dogs and when they swarm on you and they keep pouncing on you they can put you to sleep really quick well how about uh the strategy i, I don't know if you guys have talked about it but you know after going small ball on uh against Mizzou, as Sheboy misses a th uh, free throw here, uh, Mississippi State's going to have a chance with four and a half seconds. Um, you know, Tennessee goes big tonight, and they play two bigs for the entire game. And I asked at halftime, you know, is Barnes going to go small ball at any chance? And he comes out and he sticks with it. And then at, at about the five-minute mark, right before the last TV timeout, we went small, one big on the floor, and uh, and four guards, three guards in Meshack, I guess. And they were able to. And at the time, I remember thinking, you know, in the stands, like, I don't know about this, guys. Like, we've been we've done so well so far. And um, they got they got uh, they got they got it home there and, and, and pulled away a little bit there at the end. So great strategy by by Rick Barnes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I thought that he got the better of Nate Oates today. Absolutely. And I mean, it was kind of evident even in pieces, um, which we did, like you said, we did well with the small ball, but you could see underneath we, especially uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was doubtful or uh, questionable for Bama, uh, the the times that Euros or Adu would get down low and they, you know, they would box him out and they would go up. You know, they normally had a pretty clear look to, uh, you know, lay it in there or draw the foul. Um, they just couldn't outmuscle us, and um, just really great to see this team and uh, rebound, get a hell of a win. And uh, on the way out, I got one more message for all the Bammers out there. You know, it's okay. You can go back to football season, but just know that the hot daddy's coming to Tuscaloosa, and when he does, just remember that you got Kevin Steele on the sideline. He's probably going to have an aneurysm like Cousin Eddie when everybody would – uh, rev up the microwave and he pissed his pants and forget who he was for half an hour. So go Vols. Let's get the win in Lexington, baby. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. The hype daddy was in the house tonight. He was sitting back there, right behind the bench with Dobbs. With the Astro. Yeah. Yeah, they talked about that. It's the king of cool. 
lot of good mojo in that building tonight. Jordan Bowden was there. Keon was there. Yeah. JB was there. The Hornet. Man, talk about somebody could attack a rim and throw down. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's another I wanted to touch on that, you know, because Alabama is like they're it's all about driving to the rim, right? And they'll kick it out. They had <clears throat> you've seen this happen with Oates a couple of times where tonight in the second half they had one guy finally able to get to the rim. He had a wide open layup and he turned it down to kick it out for a corner three. And I I just think that he probably thought his shot was gonna get blocked. There was nothing for either team going on at the rim. Like you, you, there was no driving to the, to the, there was no getting buckets right around the goal yeah. for either squad. Tonight. Especially with the smaller guards. And I mean, the one time like Adu took it and this was one of the big issues where it's like, you got to at least blow the whistle here. There was contact through his chest and then he misses the dunk. They go down on the next end and that's when Mayshack picks up his third foul where they end up reviewing like whether there was like contact to the head or neck area at the end of the first. All right, three point four to Kentucky's go. Kentucky's gonna foul. She she boy pretty clutch, yeah, man. Are. Two free throws there. It's one of those games where the final eight seconds have taken about three minutes to play. Oh no, don't do the baseball pass. Oh, oh, he got it. He fouled. Oh, they fouled him on the floor. They no, didn't call a foul? No, that's it. It's an outrage. Damn, they could have had a look at it. Yeah, they could. Right there. Decent, he just lost but... the handle on it. Son yeah, he did. That's all right. 17 and 9, 8 and 5 in the conference. Yeah, last time they were, they had their backs against the wall and they played us, it worked out pretty well for them. I think actually them getting a win here might, might be to our benefit. I hope it's yeah. not another letdown game. I mean, I don't for want us? it to be a letdown for us, but I mean, you got to remember they were coming off that South Carolina loss. Everybody's like, "Oh, is Cal going to Texas? Like, it's not working. Like, are they going to fire him with that buyout? Like, I mean, they were, they were at their lowest of lows last time." Yeah, I just hope that, uh, and and I really think that our guys will. Uh, hopefully, that game a few weeks ago has left a bad taste in their mouth, and they'll be looking forward to. Uh, getting another shot at Kentucky. Hey, this isn't uh, about us, but after that game went off, they went to SEC. Now, can Patrick Young walk again? Like he's still in the wheelchair. I, I know that, but like, has he has he regained his ability to like physically walk? I don't know. I saw. I feel like I saw some video of him a couple of months ago, like doing the parallel bar thing, where you're trying to walk with a little bit of assistance there. His legs look awful skinny, and then look like what was it? He was in a really bad car wreck, right? Correct. And he's paralyzed from the waist down. I don't know if he's fully paralyzed, but I mean, he's like six eleven to begin with, so he's. I mean, there's a lot to carry. Because I think at his heyday, he was like around like two fifty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Yale in here. Smartest man on the voluntary reaction. Mr. Ivy League. What's up, Yale? You got to unmute your mic, Smartest man on voluntary reaction, but he can't figure out how to work a phone. 
Yeah, bottom left, bud. There we go. So, so I'm over two now. That is perfect. Yeah, on the, you, you, uh, get it. you just keep at it, buddy. <laughs> Third time's a charm, right? That's what they say. So, uh, so going number one, rooting for Patrick Young, as you guys were just talking about. That guy does a hell of a job, I think, on SEC. Um, but what I was calling about two things. One, we're talking about Mayshack. He has reminded me since, I don't know, maybe midpoint last year of Jordy Mack and uh, uh, two guys who blossomed their senior year, right? One year after each other and became really good players. He's at least as athletic as those guys are. And I think if he stays, and obviously he'll stay, or you assume, uh, in our program for four years, he's the kind of guy who could end up being one of those really, really all SEC caliber players if he can develop on the offensive end. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, he's, he's a Rick Barnes type of player, right? He, yeah, no, absolutely. And, that, and you know, a walk is the same kind of dude. I mean, could he could he end up being uh, in? I don't want to I don't want to get crazy, but could he end up being you know an All SEC big man? I think we got a lot of Rick Barnes dudes on this team. They're going to have roles to step up in the next two years. Oh yeah, I mean, you could see that t- whatever team that's going to be. I guess the the year after next, where Mayshack is a senior and Awaka is a junior. You you. You, you already kind of know what kind of team that's going to be. It's it's going to be a, a hard nosed, tough team. Obviously, they got to find some shooters and point guard to go around right. them. But that's uh, a pretty good core. I, no, I totally agree. And, and you know, we got a couple. We got a red shirt. We've got a early entry freshmen that are both highly rated. I, th- I mean, I think the future looks good right now. You, you never know what's going to happen. Um, but second thing is, I found the combinations. Something else you guys were talking about. Um, that he put on the court were pretty, pretty amazing. I mean, it worked out great to have, there were some goofy ass lineups out there at different points, particularly in the second, I'd say from, for the last 30 minutes in terms of bigs and smalls. Yeah. I mean, we only played eight. Um, obviously triple J is going to have a role to play when he comes back. Phillips is going to have a role to play when he comes back. It'll be interesting to see how, how we handle that, but um, for tonight, it seems like Barnes pressed all the right buttons. Man, you got to give him credit. Yeah, I think you do. And and the interesting thing about Phillips, who's probably from a raw talent standpoint, the, the most talented guy on the team, just so passive. He reminds me of Robert Hubs from 15 years ago or whenever that was. It's like go play the game. Don't just stand in the corner. It's frustrating. I'd rather have Key out there missing threes and us getting offensive rebounds. Then who? Well, Key Key came up big when he went down last game in Missouri. Anybody. Anybody who's going to be aggressive. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and still searching for consistency, man. I, I hate it for Tyreek. I mean, I'm glad, obviously, Tennessee wins. They, they didn't need it. But I, I was convinced after the Missouri game that – Tyreek Key was was going to show some consistency, and I guess that's just not in the cards. But hey, man, they yeah. get the W. <laughs> I, I bought in there too. Um, but it, if he just quit drifting, you notice how many times he was drifting on his shots tonight when he went up. I still think the guy's a scorer. He's proven it. Hopefully, he you know hopefully he'll get it together. At least he's at least he's pressing it, which I appreciate. And he made two big threes and played good D. I mean, two big free throws. Sorry. 
Yeah. All right. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy listening to the show. Thank you, Yale. Appreciate you jumping in here, my friend. Safe travels. All right, brother. Thank you. Talk to you. I felt old when he said that Hubs was like 15 years ago. I had to do, do a double check because I was like, I'm pretty sure he was there when I was. So he's a, he's only been gone for six years Yeah, he's now. a uh, senior on Barnes's first team, right? Maybe a maybe a junior. Did he play the first two Barnes years? I thought he was there for multiple years with Barnes. Yeah, who's that? Bobby Hubs, big shot Bob. I don't know if he actually made a big shot. But that sounds good. But Tyndall could, could scheme him open that year he was here. Yeah, he was a sophomore under Tyndall. So, yeah, he played junior was junior and senior year with Barnes. Big one on Saturday. Kentucky. Big one for sure. Got to keep this thing rolling. Let's get Luke in here so we keep our thing rolling. Voluntary reaction. Wrapping up a keg of glory edition. What's up, Luke? What up, fellas? How are we tonight? Outstanding. How are you, sir? Hey, doing well. Uh, had some buddies over, watched the game. As you can tell, I lost, lost my voice a little bit tonight. But, um, Russ, how was the uh, atmosphere in Thompson Bowling tonight? As good as it's ever been. I mean, it was jam-packed to the rafters. A lot of Alabama fans got in there. Um, it's uh, interesting. Really? They all of a sudden care about basketball. But uh, they didn't have much <laughs> to cheer about. Uh, it was it was fun, man. The crowd was into it. People standing. I did see. Oh, I, I got it. So I got to tell you guys a great story. So on my way home, I had a, a long walk back to the car and uh, <laughs> get behind um, this old codger had to be about 70. And he was proudly regaling uh, his wife. And I guess I don't know if his kids or whatever was with him about how he told some young whippersnapper in front of him to sit his ass down. <laughs> he said, uh, and I, I was just listening to this guy, and he, he said, yeah, he turned and looked at me. I just gave him the stare. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, th thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate you. You really helped out tonight. Glad you enjoyed the game. Thanks for coming. Golly. That's unbelievable. Um there's a couple of things I wanted to point out. Uh, when it comes to <clears throat> Vescovy and Ziegler, tell me if you guys are sensing this as well. Obviously, with Triple J and Phillips out tonight, it was going to be apparent that those two had to step up. Do you guys feel like they're more comfortable? Because I know for me, it looked like those two guys played with a lot more confidence tonight than they typically do. And I think, you know, when the moments – do tend to get a little tougher, a little brighter. Um, I think with Triple J and Phillips out tonight, obviously Barnes was going to ask a lot of them. And it just – they just oozed with, with confidence tonight. I know – and there's certain games where they disappear because I think at times this team gets timid with how deep they've been throughout the season. And it's almost like hot potato a little bit. Who's going to take the big shots? And I know we've – you guys have discussed it throughout the year. That's been one of our – that's been – kind of a thing that we've struggled to find is that go-to guy. So I want to get your thoughts on that. I know just watching both of them tonight, it looked like they played with much more confidence and played a lot more freely. Well, I think without Phillips and Triple J out there, Vescovy and Ziegler know, and I mean, I guess Key to this extent, 
they got to be the <clears throat> ones to take that shot. Like they can't. And it's like when it comes to the timidness, I, I'm curious how much of that is them just thinking, I don't want to be a selfish player. So I want to yep. try to pass until we have like the perfect shot, which you're never going to have a perfect shot. And so without them being out there, they know that they have to step up and they're the ones that have to do it. And so there's that they won't hesitate for just that slight second, whereas maybe they would if, if James was out there thinking, oh, well, maybe Josiah's got a better opportunity here. And so they're just yep. been more quick with the trigger. So it's and it's, it's it paid off. No, for sure. I, I agree, Davey. And now and then the last last question I want to ask you guys after those two losses last week, and I know they were both on buzzer beaters and, you know, the Mizzou game felt fluky. The Vandy game, we just got beat. Did you guys think there was any chance in hell we were going to be ranked 10th in the country starting this week? No, that's, that's stunning to me. I, I thought they I thought we'd plummet down into the high teens near 20. Absolutely. But I guess that speaks to the lack of depth of, you know, good college basketball teams this year and should give Tennessee yeah. fans hope that, hey, man, if, if you're peaking at the right time and we all hope that we, our best basketball is in front of us, that uh, maybe you can do some damage in the tournament yet. For sure. And I was telling a few buddies of mine, like, you know, when it comes to March, it's all obviously, you know, it's all about getting hot at the right time. And I was I was telling some of them, like, well, you know what, if we do plummet to like a four or a five seed this year, then we'll at least go into the tournament with nothing to lose with everybody, the whole world doubting us. And, you know, we'll see what happens. It, it, it'll hurt a little bit less than it, like like a year like last year, where one could argue we were the hottest team in the country going into March, going into March Madness last year. And a lot of people had us in the final yep. four. So I guess we'll see what happens, boys. But, yeah, I wanted to call in. I know you guys have uh, you guys have been on here for a while, so I'll let you get out of here. But, you know, hey, great win tonight, fellas. Go balls. Thanks, Luke. Keep knocking on the door, boys. Just keep knocking. That's all you can do. What are you going to do? Run Rick Barnes out of here. Him and his 700 wins. His Hall of Fame credentials. His SEC regular season championship, his SEC tournament championship. Come on, man. What are, what are we talking about here? A lot less conversation about who's going to be his successor tonight. It hasn't come up yet, has it? it has not. No. And Donnie Tyndall. It's amazing what one win can do. <laughs> Tyndall's show cause. Still got a couple of years on it. Hang in there, Coach. The uh, the prophecy must – what do you think Big Gulp's doing right now, Bear? You think – wasn't he like running a wrestling promotion or something? He was out in Vegas. Yeah, what's this? What was that guy's name? Justin? Justin Phelps. We, Justin we need, Phelps. Uh, Donnie and the Big Gulp back. You remember that meme of those they're two? They're like riding a motorcycle and, they, and stuff. Or they're they like, people like Photoshop it. It was uh, Justin Phelps. See what Coach Phelps is doing these we days. We follow each other. I can DM him if you want. A sports announcing, consulting, and operations. NBA summer. It does a lot of stuff, it looks like. Yeah, a lot of stuff based out of Vegas. Yeah. Let's talk to McKenzie next. McKenzie, turn your mic on. Hey, hey guys. Hey, I just wanted to speak on kind of what Luke was talking about a little bit. Um, my dad is president of the Letterman's Club at Tennessee, and he happened to be on campus this week and was watching some of the players um, from their meeting room. 
And so I think we as a team have probably struggled with playing to our competition the past couple of weeks, the past few games. But I think we're starting to see, too, some of the fire, like in Zakai, um, come out a little bit. And so what he witnessed was um, ZZ was shooting two rounds of 353s and was there by himself in the gym. And he had been shooting for two hours before the meeting started and continued to shoot for almost two hours after their meeting. So I think there's just some, and that was after their practice, right? So they, the whole team had already practiced that day. And this was, you know, a school night, a Wednesday night, (laughs) maybe Tuesday night. I can't remember. It was a weeknight and he was in there by himself, just like putting in the work. And you can tell that especially players like Ziegler don't like to lose. And I think these past two losses really probably got to him. And I just thought that was a cool piece of insight of kind of behind the scenes that a lot of times we don't see what goes into what these players are doing and um, just don't have a real appreciation for the time they're putting in. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, sharing that story. That's, that's outstanding. I mean, there, uh, you know, no, no, no program is perfect. Everybody's got their issues and everything. Not working hard enough is not a problem for this Tennessee program, and, and never will be as long as Rick Barnes <laughs> sure. is here. Yeah, yeah, I, and I just think you know it showed tonight. I felt like after knowing that fact from this week, and then watching him from the jump, he yeah. was confident. He was shooting his threes. He was going for it. He didn't make all of them, but you could tell that like he had that repetition under his belt and he was ready to pull it. Yeah, he he was amazing tonight. I think eight assists, no turnovers for Siegler. And I think made at least three yeah. three pointers, maybe all in the first half. Uh excellent, excellent performance. And when he started getting to the hoop at the end there, hitting his uh, you know, going amongst the big men. And I think he made at least one, maybe two shots right there at the rim. Uh, that was, yeah. that felt like a turning point when there was one he made late where it's like, okay, I think we got this. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thanks Kenzie, guys. Appreciate it. Sakai out there shooting 700 threes after practice. I, th- I think that one layup was, uh, extended it from like 60 to 62 to 54. And then, like, Quinterly, like, turned it over the next play that Zakai had that steal. So. I was so happy Quinterly had a bomb of a game here. Oh, uh, so when they when the teams came out for the second half, Bama came out first, and there were no basketballs. And they're, like, walk, wandering around. And they're out there for a full minute, no balls. And uh, then our guys come out, and they're dribbling. Like, we brought our own basketballs. And we're just like, oh, sorry, guys. Just started going through our layup lines and everything. <laughs> they they were pissed. What um what was your halftime entertainment? Because Russell, last time when I was at Vanderbilt, we had Red Panda, and I forgot to bring that up. You know what? I I don't even remember, man. I I went up to use the facilities at at the half, um, and I came back down, and they were doing Fair something. Thing. It was like some sort of dance group, or I I don't know. It, it, were you in there when uh, Dobbs was launching the yeah, T-shirt? Can? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was hype, man. Sterl the pearls out there, emceeing the festivities. It's DJ Sterl the pearl to you. 
No disrespect. Red Panda. There was no Red Panda. I'll put it that way. No Bud Light Daredevils either. Bring them back, Anheuser-Busch, <laughs> St. Louis, Missouri. Let's get our next speaker in here. I believe he's got the wheel right now. And uh, Harshiel is unable to connect. Harshiel, if you want to jump back in, go ahead and take a shot. He's, he, he wants it. He wants it. My man wants it. That's great. He wants to get in on this. And again, no connection. Again. There he no, is. Nice here. Uh -uh. Harshiel, turn your mic turn on, your mic buddy. Off. What's up, fellas? Hey, how's it going? Not too bad. Always good when Tennessee wins, but uh, this is my first time calling in. So the only issue I have with Tennessee's and our program is how do we lose to these two dummy games against Vanderbilt and fucking Missouri, and then we beat out Bama, number one Bama, and I just I just don't get it. I, where's the where's the consistency we need from Coach Barnes? Because that affects our seating a little bit. So. Just, just wanted to put that out there. I, I'm sure he's wondering the same thing. <laughs> he's like, man, why, why can't we play like this every night? It's, I know it's frustrating to him. And, man, I just wonder, and I, I hate to not trying to start a controversy or anything here after a big win, but, man, like we've had our biggest wins without our senior leader out there, yeah. Josiah Jordan James. And, and today we're playing without Phillips as well. And, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think it's a fair question to ask just to wonder, like, is does Tennessee play better without those guys? I mean, right. I think the answer is clearly yes. It's just why? Why is that? Yeah. And uh, is, there, is there any chance that Josiah comes back next year or, or is, is this his last year? He could come back. He has the COVID year. He could come back next year. I, okay. I don't know. Somebody needs to ask him that in a – you know, media setting. I, I don't know what he's thinking on that. Yeah. I mean, he's not, I, I can't imagine that he has any sort of NBA prospects right no, now. I mean, he's, he's had an up and down year. It's not, it's not looking too good, but I think well, he's had, I mean, he's been hurt, you know, he had the knee yeah. injury and now he's got an ankle injury and you do wonder, you know, if, if he could get healthy and, and come back and play a full season, you know, um, I, I don't feel like he's an NBA guy, in my opinion, unless his three-point shot improves drastically. But he can make good money playing professional basketball overseas. Yeah. All right, fellas, you have a good night. Thank you. You too, Arshiel. Appreciate you jumping in here. Starchild is next. What's up, Starchild? I'm seeing the will on my Connections are coming in slow tonight on voluntary reaction. Yeah, he's got Star the wheel. Starchild tries back. Get you in here. It's a hell of a game between Arkansas and A&M going on right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot to flip that thing back. It's been back and forth for a while now. Let's talk to Cosmo. Maybe you know Cosmo, no stranger to the wheel of death. This would not shock me at all if Cosmo's got the wheel. No, I, 
He's a, I am glad that Buzz Williams is doing well. I've always liked that guy. He looks like a thumb. What's up, Cosmo? Russell, put put a little more faith in me. Come on, man. I got you. I got you. Hey, man. It, even it's, if you don't get through the wheel of death, uh, it 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 waits for no man. You just keep trying. We'll get you. In. It's a weeknight. I'm I'm not drunk. I gotta go to work more. <laughs> but man, that was a, that was a big win, especially after last week. Just getting. I mean, Vanderbilt. We played bad. A and M. You scored eighty. Mid eighty points. That's just one. I mean, Missouri. It's one of those games. They had two banked in threes and a forty foot buzzer to win. I mean, that's just one of those where, just wasn't your night. It was karma. I mean, what can you do about that? Well, I'm sure there's a laundry list of things they would do differently in in both of those games, but um, can't do anything about it now. You got a big win tonight. It should be a confidence boost and. You've just got a huge opportunity Saturday to go up there and right one of these big wrongs and, and make up for one of these dis, uh, disappointing losses. And I tell you what, man, as disappointing as those two were last week, I, I think the loss to Kentucky earlier is still more disappointing than losing to Vanderbilt or Missouri. So you've got a chance to go into their house and, and, and get a win. It ain't going to be easy, man. Let's not get overconfident like we were last time. It's going to be a war. I don't know. I mean, you're at rough. Like, Kentucky's not – they're not great, but they're not horrible. I mean, it's, it's, it's Kentucky, Kentucky. It's corrupt they're throwing arena. Out, they're it's throwing going to be four eight on five. Like, if you want to whine about the officials, you can do that. But I'm not going to waste any it, – it is what it is, man. You know exactly what you're getting into. You got to go take it. It's not going to be given to you. You have to take it from them. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing right now, I mean, we're not winning the SEC. Bama's going to regardless tonight. The whole thing right now is about seeding. It's trying to get off the four line into the three line. I don't see us getting to the two line. I mean, it can happen, but I, I just don't see it. A&M loses tonight, and then you beat them. You got it. If you can beat Kentucky and then yeah. close out the other games. I, mean, they, I think they still got some other notable opponents as well my my confidence went up tonight guys for for sure you know i I think we were all shook and and i feel much better about this team i'm not gonna sit here and talk about winning out i i I just don't see that happening but uh i I think what do we got uh six left five left now like five i mean a and m's up four they're not even right i mean i think we can go three and two four and one like i I would be stunned if we went out. It, it, it would be great to, to get on a roll here, but it's, it's this is a crazy year and a crazy league, man. And baseball starts in two oh. months. So I can't wait. Tony Vitello, talk to me. Well, that's the great thing about baseball. It's, you know, football is one, you know, one game a week. Basketball is two. Baseball is four. That's what makes it so fun. Especially when you're great like we're we are. Great. Great. Like Tony the Tiger used to say. I mean, I know Bama men fans had a great night last night on Valentine's night with their cousins, you know, on their date. But I'm sorry tonight ruined their uh, date with oh. their sisters. Uh, you know, I, a lot of incest, non-incest in the trailer mm. parks tonight. So, uh, go Vols. All right. Thanks for a volunteer reaction. Love you guys. Get off me, Daddy. You're squishing my cigarettes. Let's get Buck in here. Oh, oh, I hit the wrong button. Buck, where are you at? 
user error, operator error. Buck, you there? I'm here now. Uh, it got shut off. Hey, uh, my question was, is Vescovi, is his left shoulder, like his shot just looks a little bit different. And besides Ziggler, who do we have to, to take it down the court and run the uh, run the offense right now? That's the list. I, well, I, I think another great adjustment we've made is it's been uh, – I know Key ran at least one possession tonight, and it didn't go well. But earlier than that, when, when Ziegler went to the bench in the first half, it was Vescovy, I think, running the point. And I, I just think that's a much better option. I mean, I, if it were me, we talked about this, we don't have to go down this road, but I'd be, you know, giving B.J. Edwards those minutes. But obviously that's not going to happen. Um, I just like Vescovy in that role a lot better than Tyreek Key. And um, bottom line is Ziegler is not going to spend a lot of time on the bench at this point. I, I just think he's going to be out there 30-plus minutes a night, and you just hope he holds up over the course of a long season. Yeah, and and what do you guys feel that um, Vescovy does have a, a slight injury? Would we be better off to give him – Two weeks off. Oh, we and, don't win tonight. You know what I mean? We don't win tonight if he's not out there. No, you're in it now, man. It's, it's go time. Unless you absolutely can't go like Triple J or or uh, Julian Phillips. We don't you're win going. tonight without him, and we ain't winning Saturday without him. We need him out there. We need him playing well. I do think, yeah, I mean, obviously he had a shoulder injury, missed a couple of games, uh, re-aggravated uh, some dirty Kentucky player yanked on it, missed another game after that. I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think he's, he's probably getting close, probably getting better. Looked all right for the most part tonight. I think he's got the yips a little bit at the free throw line. Huge to see him after he missed that front end of the one-on-one to, to get back there and knock some down. Hopefully that gets him, you know, takes care of whatever was going on. Yeah, there. We, I agree. We talked about it a couple of times. I mean, it, it was that, after he missed the front of the one and one on the next one, he gave he shot the first one. It kind of rattled around. It went down. It was like an uncorked after that. And then the next few he shot, he stroked. Yeah. Him. Hey, hey, my last thing, opinion. I think we beat Kentucky, but I hope we don't have the letdown and lose one or two to lesser teams than Kentucky after that. And just not sure where this team is. Like, I think we could go a good ways. I mean, especially defensively, but it's like we get up for certain opponents, and I don't know. We kind of like we hang in there, but I, I, I don't know. And I'm not a Barnes dude because I don't. I mean, we had parole before, so yeah. I mean, that was good and all that, and we did a little in between, but. Man, Tennessee hasn't talked basketball in, like, my lifetime minus Lady Vols for the most part. You know what I mean? I'm riding the wave. I love it. We're getting multiple, multiple sports, so. No, these are these are the glory days. Enjoy them. Buck, we appreciate you, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Texas A&M is going to defeat Arkansas. And that don't look now, but the Aggies – are only one game back of Alabama. They're in the race for the conference championship right now, gentlemen. 
Oh. Dave, yeah, I don't no, know yeah, why I add you as a co-host, but we'll just roll like No, you're good. We'll just do uh, this for, yeah, no, I'm, I'm for back. Yeah, I accidentally nuked myself. Uh, it happens. Um, yeah, no, A&M, great, great win tonight. They were down there for a bit, so uh, they battled back. We're going we're gonna to have to go in that play. That's, that, that's looking like a tough place to play right now. It's a final now. The Milkmen are going crazy as Texas A&M, their bizarre cult, have defeated Arkansas Bear, I watched the first two episodes of the um, Heaven's Gate thing. Yeah, those people weirded me the hell out when that was when that went down back in that was like the mid nineties. Yeah, wasn't I would it? say late, like maybe ninety six, ninety seven. It was when the Hellbop Comet was yeah. rolling past, and they thought that they were, yeah. That the suicide cults kind of freak me out, man. They should. Too macabre. It's weird. I mean, is it really a cult though? If you're not willing to give your life for it, probably not. But that's the thing about Jonestown, though. Like a lot of those people, they were pretty much forced to kill themselves. They didn't want to, but they're like, "Nope, you're going down with the ship." And they're like. A lot of peer pressure. There's like hundreds of people there. Is I think the the um, the Heaven's Gate folks only had like between twenty and thirty people like at a time, I believe, involved with them. Yeah, that stuff's still out there. You can go see it. It's manifesto. Yeah. Doe. Yeah. Those people are sick, man. Sick in the head. Evil people. Evil. Yeah. Were they evil or just yeah, man. They they they, they uh, tore Sorry. families apart, man. They took parents away from their kids, kids away from their parents. Um, it's just awful. It's awful. And they knew they they knew they can't all be saints. We can't all be saints, but we all don't have to be just trash. By the way, shout out to the um, the throwback unis two and zero tonight. Those things look sweet, don't they? Yep. I like them. All right, gentlemen. Let's put uh, finishing touches on this bad boy. Parting thoughts. Davey Hudson, what do you got? Yes. Do this as uh, Sports Center is going through their game of the night, recapping the Tennessee Volunteers' big win over the Alabama Crimson Tide. But uh, just glad we could stop the bleed and come out and get a win like we did. Um, they're now showing Dixieland Delight play in the background, and it's just beautiful. I'm always happy to hear that song, uh, whether it's related to a, a football or basketball game. It's just it, it always makes me feel happy, and I'm happy that the Vols won tonight, and I'm hoping they can keep this rolling, and we can do it again on Saturday whenever we go up to Lexington to take on Kentucky. So, uh, as always, love doing this with you gentlemen and looking forward to being back soon. Love you, my friend. Bear, what do you got? Uh, great win against the best team in the country. Take it every every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Looking forward to uh, hopefully we can go up there and tell them to get back in the coal mines on Saturday. Here, here. Gentlemen, uh, appreciate you guys getting things started without me. Uh, an epic night in Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena. It's game on. Again, for Tennessee, we thought this thing was on life support. Uh, we hit it with the paddles today and the Vols are back. The cause endures. The hope lives on and the dream will never die. Friends, we love all of you. 
Check us out tomorrow afternoon, 3 to 6, on The Drive Fan Run Radio for Bear and Davey. I am merely Russell Smith. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. Volunteer reaction Saturday afternoon after Tennessee plays Kentucky in Rupp Arena. Good night, everyone.